Welcome to the Natural Curiosity Podcast. We are live on YouTube and in our Facebook group with two shows, Wisdom Chats for the Curious and Daily Reset for Success. Be sure to visit our videos so you can see what we look like and be sure to say hi. Today's episode is the Daily Reset for Success. Now, enjoy the show. Hello. <laughs> can you tell if I'm smiling or not? No. I can. Your eyes. <laughs> Smile always shows in the eyes. Oh, well, God. I want to welcome everyone to the show today. As you can tell, we're going to have some fun. We're going to be talking about soapboxes and hot buttons that people push in us which I, I find that I do have a few of those now. <laughs> oh, I have to take it off now. Yeah, though. me too. I can't, I can't stand this. <sighs> wow. Oh, now you can breathe. <sighs> Hello, Kelly. Hello, Hi. Lady Lou. Hi. This is the Daily Reset for Success Show, and we are live every single time that we want to go live. <laughs> it's oh, up to man. us. I want that. <laughs> exactly. When we feel like going live, we hit that button that just says go live and here we are. We're really, really wanting to help reset our lives. Okay. So every day somebody will trigger our hot button every day, almost every day, right? If you, if you deal with people uh, every day, we hear somebody on their soapbox, you know, talking about what is really important to them. And so we thought we'd bring a little lightheartedness to it today and invite our friend Kelly. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about Kelly. Uh oh, wait. I'm, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, put your mask back on, Kelly. Uh, so I, don't know, I, I, hear this. I really, really, really wanted to move closer to the outskirts of Houston North, you know? And so I contacted Kelly. Uh, Lady Lou and I were up there. That's Lady Lou already lives up there. And, um, and I, so I contacted her and told her what I wanted. And she worked and worked and worked with me. She drove me around, met me at places, kept sending me emails, showing me all these places that were possible. And at the last minute, it fell through. But it's just temporary, right, Kelly? That's right. It's just temporary. It's I'm speed still bump. planning on moving back, you know, uh, outside the Hurricane Alleyway. Well, tell them what you're <laughs> looking for. Maybe somebody watching the show has what you want, Marion. Well, I'm not allowed to move yet. Oh. It's okay. It's all right. When I'm ready to move again, I'll, I'll put the word back out there. <laughs> so uh, the, the big story is uh, Hurricane Harvey came and pretty much washed out my area of, of uh, Westbury and uh, Meyerland. And so if you didn't raise your house, you know, up about two to four feet, then you have the chance of it happening again. So a lot of people did. They raised their house or, or they just bailed. A lot of people bailed. So there was a lot of houses that were empty for a long time and they would just come in and just mow them down and then they would build a McMansion in its place. <laughs> so yeah, it's been, it's been kind of a, uh, an interesting, 
uh, time to watch what people decide to do with their property. It's okay, but it's time for me to leave. <laughs> so I just wanted everyone to know that Kelly is a fantastic real estate agent and she handles just about anywhere in that general area. So if you're wanting to get out of Houston, I highly recommend that you call Kelly and I'm going to put her information up on the screen for you. And uh, then I'm going to turn it over to Lady Lou. Okay. Because information will be down below in on your screen, and it will also be in the description, which will be below the videos on Facebook and YouTube and on the podcast platform. So if you need to refresh your memory of her phone number or email or whatever, you can always find it down below the videos. Anyway, I am so tickled. I met Kelly a few months ago when she came up to show Mary in one of the homes in my area, and the darn thing got sold like hours before we got there. So we didn't even get to go in and see it, but it looked lovely from the outside and Marion would have loved living there. But Kelly does a very beautiful job of servicing her customers, her clients. She is one of those people who stay on top of it. She does not let a minute drag that she doesn't help that client and answer questions and find the right properties because sometimes that's the key when you know the area, right, Kelly? What, what areas are you servicing? Well, wait, uh, who are y'all talking about? <laughs> I want to meet. No, I'm just <laughs> you got the wrong person on she's that. She's got right? a good sense of humor too, and that you, you can't buy yeah. that. Okay. Thank anyway. you very much, Kelly. Um, um, yeah, I'm I'm up north. Um uh, I've lived on at Kirkendall in 1960 growing up, went to Westfield IS, uh, Spring ISD. So I know that area. I worked for newspapers um for over 15 years, Houston community newspapers down there. So did a lot of time in those areas, but I mainly try to say probably north of 1960 up to Huntsville and even beyond. I've done some work up in Centerville, um, done some uh, one home in Galveston, but um, one day I'm going to end up there. So I'm learning more about that area. So nice. So it sounds like you don't just do subdivisions and neighborhoods. Maybe you also do property. I do. I do. Uh, Last year, I had the pleasure to list and sell a beautiful property over in Cold Spring um, or San Jacinto County, and uh, it was beautiful property. Um, had a barn and several different, you know, a chicken coop and uh, guest quarters, and I would have loved to live there. I mean, it was oh. just beautiful. I can't, for the life of me right now, think about how many acres it was, but it was just, it was gorgeous, and I think the... Uh, New owners going to make a wedding venue out of it. It would be a perfect setting for it. You know, that might be my, that might be the answer, Kelly. I might have to have you look for me for some land. And then when I'm ready, I can just have it built or something, right? Yeah. Build a barn dominium, you know, a Those barn dominium. Really a barn dominium. Those are really that? popular. Well, it's a metal building structure that kind of looks like a barn on the outside, but then it's, you know, can be anything you want it to be on the inside. I mean, you know, you can go in there and put that, you know, three inch shag carpet and, uh, you know, paint the walls gold or, you know, or you could just go in there and have the cement floor stained, which is really popular, gorgeous. Yeah. And um, 
You just find that a lot out here. And then, you know, it's usually just a big room and then you've got bedrooms off to the side. Kind of like the old lofts, maybe, you know, you see people oh, going yes. into the old buildings and tearing oh, yes. down the walls and making living quarters. Oh, yeah. So I it's have. the the country version of, you know, the lofts. I will let you guys know that I, there's a, an incredible thunderstorm happening outside right now. So if all of a sudden I disappear, you'll just have to carry on without me. Oh, I would like to get into some hot topics. And one okay, of them is the mask fiasco. Okay. So Lady Lou and oh, yeah. a few other people refuse <laughs> to wear them no matter what. Just here, here we're representing America. We've got two people that say, okay, you know, I know I need to do this. Let's do it. And then we've got someone like Lady Lewis says, you're infringing on my rights. I'm not going to wear it no matter what it does to anybody else or myself. I mean, they're hot. Not really. That's a hot button. That's a really big hot button right now. And people are using it to talk about their politics and their religion. And they're bringing all kinds of other things into this little thing right here. Did you guys notice that? Uh, it's not fun. And it's protection, Marion, for as you know. <laughs> Kelly, there you go. It is protection for yourself first and everyone around you second. And what's the, what's wrong with saying I'm going to wear my mask? It, it's it's worth it. it to me. I do. Pro, I promise you, I do wear masks when I go out. Sure, I don't, you do. I don't go very often, so it's okay <laughs> because they 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 make me feel lightheaded because I'm not getting clean oxygen. So I can only stay in one about an hour. I don't know how people, nurses in particular, can handle that all day long, and I feel for them because it is a struggle, and we know that. But it's protection, please, folks. Protect yourself and others. That's all it's about. Well, you know, even if you don't believe this is going to do the trick, or if you don't even believe that the virus is out there and as bad as it is, if we would all just wear it and get beyond all of this, then we could discuss whether we like it or not later. And, but and the more we debate it, right. And the more we debate it, and the more we don't wear it, and the more we fight it, it, it we're just prolonging the agony and, and the agony. <laughs> And we so, don't want anybody sick. That's the no, whole thing. I mean, we don't know. Nobody knows. You know, you don't know if it's good or bad, but, you know, why not? You know, you wear a seatbelt in the car. Okay. You know? So um, it was funny because my roommate said to me one day, she goes, you know, I don't understand. People get so upset that they have to wear a mask going into a place. You're going against my human rights and all this. She said, "Don't does pe do people remember the sign that says no shirt, no shoes, no service? You didn't think it was against your rights as a human then. What's the difference? Right. They have the responsibility to protect not only their their clients that are coming in, but also their employees. And if the scientists are telling us that this can help, then they they want to do it. They want to do it. They they're trying. Okay, so don't get so upset. That's that's my whole thing. That's my hot button. Is the people that get too upset about it? They're just they're causing uh, fights, and they're just they're just causing my hot button to go right off. <laughs> Mine too. Well, I mean, it's it's just respect. You know, yes. it's like we try to wear them when we go into other people's houses when they request it. And even if they don't request it, 
you know, and I was, I was at a house the other day and we all had ours on because the owner had requested that we do that while we're there. And we had people come in that didn't do it. And it's just like, come on guys, you know, you're in someone's home. They've asked you to do this. You know, if they asked you to take your shoes off, would you, you know, that's one of the common things that sellers ask. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're allowing you the privilege of seeing their home. Yes. They want to sell it, but you know, if you don't want to play by the rules, they really don't want you in there. They're still living there. They still that's own true. it. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and the same thing with a company, you know, you go into a company and they ask you to wear it, to go in, you can, you have a choice. You do have a choice. No one's taking your choice away from you. You can wear it and go in, or you could not wear it and don't go in. So, <laughs> you know, it's just how we view what our choices are and our rights. There you go. So I have um, extra hot buttons on this one because I take care of a lady with Alzheimer's. So she lives in a personal care home and, you know, their nursing homes and the personal care homes, they're all locked down right now. They're, they're really locked down. So I can only see her through the window. Like uh, they put her on a cell phone on her end and I have a cell phone on my end. And so what they're trying to do is protect those people. Now, some of the families are really upset that they can't see their, their loved ones. And I get it. Okay. I've had a horrible experience where they weren't taking care of her during the lockdown. And I had, I actually have to move her. I'm moving her on Thursday because of that, because I couldn't see well enough through the window to see her. So I get it. Okay. I get it. But here's, here's one way that we can handle it. Okay. If you have a loved one in a nursing home or whatever, have somebody go in on their cell phone and do like FaceTime or do a video and, and interview the person or, or just tech check them over. Uh, that's my suggestion on uh, how to get around that. There's no need for you to stand outside and scream and yell and call the police and tell them that you want in because that's their prerogative is to not let the families in at this point. And yes, that did happen. I was about to ask. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's so sad. Mm -hmm. So that's another one of my hot buttons. Quit getting well, so upset. Find a way around. I'm the go around queen. Okay. If I can't find the direct route and there's like lots of blockages, well, I will find a way to either go over that, go around it, go under it, or drill a hole through it and get through. Okay. I will. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite sayings is we can get there from here. You we know, get there from here. we can always get where we need to go from wherever we start. Yes. All right. So who else has a hot button that's really pushing on them right now or in the past? Oh, Kelly, I bet you've got one. Oh, no. I'm no. so easy going. Oh. I, nothing upsets me. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, maybe the you don't have to name names or any specifics. <laughs> what was your worst, worst client for buying a house? You know, oh. generalize. Oh. I have honestly, I'm not fibbing. I've never had a bad client. Oh, wonderful. I, I love, love that. every single one of my clients. You know what? Um, I can believe that. You know what she did with the, the client that I know that's not so great? She sent her a big box of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you, Kelly? <laughs> They're really good cookies. They are so good. Oh, my God. So yeah, good. I don't like the peanut butter one, so, but anyway. <laughs> Okay, um, so but you, I mean, what's your best client? What what does a good client look like to you? 
you know, it's, I, I don't really even consider them clients. I mean, we start off that way, but I'm not really like in the transaction business. I'm more in a relationship business, Beautiful. you know, and if you're going to spend time talking about likes and dislikes about where you live and how you want your bathroom and bedroom set up, and you're going to spend hours of time in a car and on the phone and, you know, you become a little bit more than client and, you know, agent. Um, you, you do build that relationship and it's something that, you know, I'm not one of those people. I try to keep up with everybody. And as the years have progressed, I'm a little worse at it because the list gets a little bit longer, but you know, Facebook, LinkedIn is great because you can always, you feel like with, do, do y'all find this that with Facebook, you think you're like had talked to everybody that you know that day when you look on Facebook and you're caught up in all their lives and you're like, Oh yeah, I talked to them. Oh no, I haven't talked to them in years, but you know what's going on with them. Right. So, you know, that's a, that's a quick way to keep in touch with people, but I try to, I try to stay in touch and let people know that I'm thinking about them because I don't know. I get attached to people. It's, it's a curse. I mean, <laughs> Oh, so. but you know, I'll, I'll bet that is a, a beautiful and a loving way to get referrals because everybody says, oh, my real estate agent was just heavenly. She just found the exact house and she was so sweet. We went through all this H-E-double-L to find the perfect house. You got to use her if you're going to find a house. Do you get that a lot? Well, you know, I do. I mean, like I said, I have some great clients and they, they'd send me referrals and my business would not be what it is without them. Um, but it's, you know, it's just who I am. It's just, I think that's, that's, that's kind of, I guess, maybe touching on my hot button. I don't know why we just can't treat everybody we run into like we want them to treat us. You know, it's just, it, it, common courtesy you know we might not agree we might not feel the same way on on anything but we're we're both human you know and we both breathe the same air um and i know i'm probably mimicking all the things that are being said out there right now but it's just you would just you treat people right and you build a relationship and you know it's it's like a very good friend used to work for a publisher she would always say, if you treat your people right, your business will be fine. Yes, and, um, you know, we were talking about employees back then. But, you know, if you treat people right, your life's going to be fine. You know, you're going to have ups and downs. It's not going to be perfect. But, you know, at least when you go to sleep at night, I can go to sleep and know, oh, OK, I think I did the right thing today. Of course. So, well, you know, there is there are two rules about this, the golden rule and the platinum rule. Ooh, what's mm -hmm. the platinum? The golden rule is treat others the way you want to be treated. And we've heard that for our whole life. But the platinum rule is just what you have said, is treat others the way they want to be treated. Yep. It's a difference, a big difference. There now, is. wait a minute. What if they're like a sadist, masochist type of person and they want you to treat them bad? <laughs> well... I'm not going to hinder their right to be treated that way, but it ain't coming from me. Yeah, you, you don't want <laughs> yeah. that kind. But, you know, I don't care. Go go live how you want to live. It's, you know, no business of mine. I'm going to go over here and live how I want to live, but it's all cool, yeah. you know. Yeah. But We've but all anyway. got choices. You don't have right. to have that client. Choices. <laughs> 
Oh, we have an audience participation here. This is Karen. She says, how many attics and basements have you toured with the client? Both of those areas sometimes are not as checked out as they should be with a realtor. Basements, not, not a lot here in Texas. Attics, actually, that's a sticky subject because um, we're not really allowed to go into the attic because we don't own the home. We're not covered on insurance. Um, so basically, the attic is one of those places that you really are only supposed to check out with an inspector uh, during an option period. Um, so that option period is where you pay $100 for 10 days to have professionals come in and research the home for you. Uh, okay, but we, that, that doesn't make sense to me. You're not allowed to go in the attic. It's part of the house. I don't get that. What if you what? step through? What if you step through the sheetrock by accident or you misstep and you fall through and you're injured? Now you oh. have home damage oh. and now you have uh, personal damage. Who's oh. who's responsible? OK, yeah, that happened to my ex-husband. He went through <laughs> and and, yeah. and we were partying that night. You know, I don't know why they were up in the attic. But anyway, <laughs> he went on through. He still had his drink in his hand and he yeah. landed in the, the young boy's uh, room bedroom and he woke him up and he's daddy, daddy, there's some man in my closet. <laughs> funny. We had to take him to the hospital. He, he, yeah. he was. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, my, yes. my husband was getting a bed out of the attic for someone once and all I heard this noise and then this foot came through in the kitchen. I'm like, you yep. okay? Hello. <laughs> so, oh my. But it does happen. So, you know, I, I will not say, I mean, I always tell my clients, you're not allowed to do that. Um, sometimes you can't necessarily always control who you're with. Um, and if they, if they have to take a look, I do allow them to go up the, the stairs and kind of just stick their head up there. No. If the stairs seem secure, yeah, um, maybe I shouldn't have just confessed that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we won't tell anybody. But, really. but it really and truly, <laughs> that ten-day option period is is what allows you the chance to either go underneath a block and beam home, or go up in the attic, or a basement yeah. if you're in an area. Well, well a basement, no, you should be able to get into that no matter what. Yeah. But so, how many basements have you seen in Texas? <laughs> yeah, well, there's the Texas basement. Oh. Yeah, a Texas basement is where you have a stairs leading up to the attic uh, where there's a whole bunch of uh, plywood for storage and stuff. And they ah. actually call that a Texas basement. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good. So <laughs> says, I didn't walk around in attic, but I did look in some. It made a difference before purchasing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, and it is always smart, but that's why you had that 10 day option period to do all that research. So one of those houses that you showed me, actually it was the one we really wanted to buy. They had uh, an attic on the second floor. So the second mm -hmm. floor had like one bedroom with a little landing area, like a, I don't know what you call it, landing area. And, um, and, and then it had a door. So I opened up the door and there, that was the attic. Right. And you're finding that in a lot of uh, uh, homes, especially two stories, where you typically will have it on two sides of the house. You'll have one that has access to your mechanicals with your ACs and your heaters. And then the other side, maybe your hot water heater or maybe just a little area for storage. But it is a good, always a good idea to look up there in the attic and it, at the pro appropriate time, whatever that may be, uh, and make sure that things are OK up there. There's not any scary creatures or all right, Lady Lou, it's your turn. What's your hot button? Where, well, are you going to get on a soapbox today? Oh, well, my soapboxes usually have to deal with people not treating others fairly. In fact, my middle name used to be, that's not fair. Well, 
who said the world is going to be fair? Amen. Preach on. <laughs> it doesn't happen. But there are so many things that people could do to make things more equal, if not fair, but at least they wouldn't cheat you. They wouldn't hurt you or they wouldn't just go behind your back or things like that. It, it's got to be more loving. And I, I pray for the day that comes when the world is filled with love. And I think I'm going to have to wait a while. Yeah, because, you know, I've known professional potsters and they like the drama. They like doing that. They like poking at people. And so I don't think you're ever going to find a world full of nothing but love. It's just not going to happen. We're humans and we're, we're weird. We're yeah. weird. <laughs> Ellie, I'm going to pressure you now. Tell us uh -oh. a story. Give us a, we want the juice. Give us a story. Okay. Well, I've got, I've got one story. The lady that sent in a question made me think of this one. I was touring a house once where we were looking through the house and, got into the garage and they hadn't looked like the previous owners had made a, I would say it was the previous owner's children had made a room out in the garage and it was a little sheetrock room. You could tell it was homemade and it had a door on it and, and it looked like an interior door, but it had a lock. And on the outside of the door was written in red, red rum. Now, I don't know if y'all remember the movie, the shining, but red no. rum is murder backwards. Oh, <laughs> and then up at the top, there was another piece of paper hanging that says grandma's room. Oh. <laughs> so that's just one thing that I have found in houses that make you go, oh, let's go to the next one. So, so if you're going to put your house up for sale, get, yeah. get all the kids decorations and Halloween, you know, props out before mm -hmm. you. It does scare people. It does. Uh, yeah. 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 So. I remember so many years ago when my husband and I were hunting for houses. This was back in the 80s. And um, I had this wonderful realtor. She was a beautiful woman and just worked overtime for us because my husband wouldn't go with me. I had to go see it. And then if I liked it, he'd go see it. So one house we walked into... I think I got all of six feet into the front door and turned around and left. I don't know what it was. That house had bad vibes and I don't usually feel that much that, you know, intuitive feelings. I turned around and walked out. I got chills. I said, this is no, no, I'm not going to even look at this house. What happened? That has happened to me twice. Um, there was, and once we were actually in the house, and I just looked at who I was with, which it was a, a couple that was in, engaged and they were going to get married and her parents. And I just looked at him and said, we need to go. I was like, we just need to go. This is not the house. And I, I can't tell you what it was. I mean, it could have just been, you know, maybe the air conditioner blew, blew down my shirt. I don't know. It was just kind of and there were some other issues with it. It was pretty beat up inside and stuff. But, yeah, you you do pick up on stuff like that, I think. I yeah. did. I did. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so Karen has another question. Oh, okay. Some houses in the areas have got have had a lot of work done, like flood, hurricane, etc. Who signs off that these houses are good to go for resale? Oh. That is on on the buyer to make those those determinations with the um, 
advice from, you know, other professionals. Um, you know, that's, that's why it's always so important to find a realtor that knows the area that's local that can tell you, I know this street flooded, this one didn't, this one was up to the ceiling, you know, uh, this house, this area was spotted, you know, it's good to know that. Um, and cause you don't know if you're moving to the area or you're relocating to the other side of the city. And we all had flood zones during hurricane, um, I wanted to say Ike, but it wasn't. It was Harvey. Um, and that's but, true. It's, Kelly kept me from going to see one because they kept lowering the price. And it was like, man, they're almost giving it away. I got to I got to have this house. And she's like, oh, no, Marion, it's in, it's been flooded. It's in a flood zone. They're, no, no, no. You don't want that one. And I was and, like, thank you, Kelly. And the flood maps are not always up to date. You know, they can't publish the updates as fast, especially after Harvey. I mean, it took him a while to get all that updated and stuff. So you need people that actually kind of know the area. And then okay. you, again, that 10 day option, you always have a 10 day option where you can bring in uh, inspectors. Um, if you think that it was flooded or they disclose that it was flooded, which if the sellers knew that it flooded, they should disclose it. Um, you can have the house tested for mold. Mm -hmm. um, another random test. We're actually having a t house test for meth now to see if houses had meth cooked in them. Wow. Uh, it's become a problem where uh, they've been meth houses and people have moved in, has not known that and children have gotten sick and such, which on a side note, my husband's in insurance. They're now in some areas testing suburbans and large vehicles, SUVs for meth cards they are actually using suburbans like in New Mexico to form mobile meth labs. Wow. So, um, you know, it's always buyer beware, do your research, get somebody who's knowledgeable to help you, whether it be a, an SUV or a car um, and do those. Um, I always, for my clients, try to look at previous seller's disclosures if the house has been sold before, mm -hmm. because, you know, that gives you a better picture of things that might have gone on, especially if it maybe had been leased for a couple of years or, or something. But, you know, oh. I try to dig as far back as I possibly can to get every bit of information that we can use to make the best possible decision. Yeah. I have a friend who he is a builder here in Houston and he's he's also an attorney. He calls his company the Legal Eagle Contractors. And uh, it's, it, he's just a great guy. And his focus is keeping the elderly in their homes so they don't have to leave. So he'll come in and redo the bathrooms and open up the doors if they you know, need wheelchair access and that type of thing. And I was just wondering, because that's what you were looking for for me. You were looking for a house that had uh, separate quarters for someone that we care for. And I was just wondering, how, how does that fit in into the area that you're working in now? Do you find more and more of that or is it just once in a great while or are really people trying to, to buy homes and, and redo their homes? Well, they are. You're finding more and more, um, you know, the culture in America has been always been different. It's been single family homes. Um, and, you know, there are cultures in other countries and I'm not, you know, an expert on all this, but we're, there's multi-generations living in homes and that is, is coming to America and we're finding that more and more. And we have new home builders that are actually building these net gen homes that were, you know, people can move in together with, you know, either a, uh, 
a failure to launch child or, you know, <laughs> a, 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 a parent that, you know, where you have separate quarters, but you're living together. You're there. You can be close to each other. So you're seeing more and more of that. Um, just because it's new, I, I don't think we have a lot out there as far as the older houses. I mean, people have tried to convert stuff. They've taken uh, I'm working with a client today. In fact, we close tomorrow that um, it's a retired couple, well, soon to be retired couple. And they have her mother living with them. She's 93 and they're buying a three bedroom, two bath house. And they're giving her the two bedrooms and the bath up front. And that's going to be her little sweet area. She can do what she wants to. And then they have, have their space just down the hall and they're mm -hmm. downsizing from, you know, a, a larger house to a smaller one. But you're seeing a lot more of that. And another couple I placed two years ago, same thing. They found a, a die deal situation with two bedrooms in the bath and they gave that to his mother and they put the kids upstairs. So mm -hmm. you, you are seeing that a lot of different versions of that. Some of them with, with full separate quarters with kitchens and, and living areas. Some are just giving them, some of their own little private space, but we're headed that way as, as a, so. yeah, um, as a so. country, I guess, as a population, so. I don't know what's the correct word. People. Yeah. yeah. We, cause the multi-generation thing is here and for us mm -hmm. being baby boomers, especially. So I, I just think it's wonderful what you do, Kelly. And I think I'm going to brag on you a little bit that, if you're watching this show, just get a hold of Kelly. Help she'll help you find the right place for you. And she's ethical, she's intelligent, she's seasoned, she knows the areas. She's gonna find you the right place or die trying. And I don't mean that. <laughs> but, and I'll wear a mask. But she wears a mask. And and hand sanitizer. So I highly, highly urge you, if you're thinking of moving north in uh, 1960 and north, this is the lady to call. Please, please call Kelly and give her the shot of helping you find your home. I sure oh. hope, yeah, I sure hope you've enjoyed the show today. I know I did. Uh, we were nervous about bringing up too many hot buttons, if you know what I mean. But I think <laughs> it went very well. And Kelly, please come back and visit us again. Yes, sure. We sure will. Thank you, Lady Lou. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank, thank you. you Kelly. We love our audience. We want you to come back soon, too. Bye now. Bye-bye. Got to put this on. Oh, yeah. Put your mask back on. Thank you for joining us for today's show. Remember, it's our pleasure to bring you interesting co-hosts and topics. So, Connect with us often. We're looking forward to the next time we're together. Bye for now.